Hey yo, let me holler at you for a minute. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? If you have, let me tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me break it down for you. Anchor has tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, come here, it's free. Don't let nobody know I told you that. So, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome everybody, I'm Ron G, and this is Wrestling With My Thoughts, a WWMT Entertainment original, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the show. No matter when you are or where you are, the fact is you're listening, and I appreciate that support. So go on ahead and sit back, relax, and listen as I wrestle with my thoughts. Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Chance, creating hope and needed care for everyone. Chance provides outpatient counseling services for individuals with mental health and addictive disease needs. At their clinics, you will be assessed to determine your specific treatment needs. The staff at Chance then works together with you, your family, your community partners, and other supportive people that you choose to develop your strengths, skills, and self-determination that will allow you to live an empowered life. If you or someone you love is in need of the care and services offered by Chance, please contact them at 877-393-8184, or you can email them at contactus at chancecreatinghope.com. Org. For more information, please visit www.chancecreatinghope.org because everyone deserves a second chance. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the show. Thank you for tuning in. As always, no matter where you are, when you are or how you are, the fact is you're listening and I appreciate that support. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you and your families both are healthy and happy. I would like to take a moment here at the beginning of the show to uh, send out my condolences to a co-worker of mine who unexpectedly lost her boyfriend um, this past week and uh, really sad situation. And um, I'm not going to call any names or anything, but I would just like to to send my condolences to that coworker, uh, the friends and family of not just her, but her boyfriend as well. Um, it's just a tragic situation. Folks, remember, life is short and it can change in an instant. So that was a reminder for me 
and hopefully I can I can urge you to let it be a reminder for you and, and your families to not take anything for granted and try to resolve any issues that you can with the people that you love and care about. If the relationship, whether it be romantic, uh, family, or friends, whatever it may be, if you've, you've had an issue with someone and there's a little bit of a rift there, try to mend that because there's going to come a day where we won't be able to and we're going to regret it. So um, my condolences go out to the friends and family of, uh, of the deceased. Uh, I don't even know how to, how to transition from that into the show. Uh, but um, hopefully you all have had a chance to listen to episode 149. Uh, my special guest MJ came on and we talked about trauma going from childhood into adulthood and how that can affect the decision-making process, your perception, and, and how you view the world and the things around you. Really good conversation. And it was, honestly, it was kind of spontaneous the way the, the episode happened. Um, I was going to do a show, but just so happened that MJ touched base with me. And um, it came up, so we got on and we recorded. And I, I, I hope you all hear the show um, we did go off the beaten path a little bit, talk about a few other things, but, you know, that's the nature of the show. But I think that that it's it's really good information to have for, for those of us, uh, myself included, who are struggling day-to-day -day with uh, mental health issues. So check it out if you haven't already, and uh, let me know what you think. The people that's listened to it thus far... Uh, a lot of them have gotten back to me and, and let me know that uh, they like what they heard. So hopefully we'll have more of that sort of uh, conversation coming forward because as you guys know, uh, if you're a regular listener, I've been very open and honest about uh, my journey recovering from where I was in January of 2020. So check it out. I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but uh, but check it out. The The funny thing is, though, Episode 149 is going to somewhat bleed into episode 150. I thought about doing something grandiose or crazy or funny or whatever for episode 150. But I went to the store today on the way home from work and everything is going up. And I know all of us know that. We're all struggling with it. A lot of us have many different opinions on what is to blame, who is to blame, and, and all of that. I, I don't even want to get into that tonight. But what I want to talk about is, and, and the theme is in my head, and, and, and it's stuck in my mind, so I wanted to get it down on audio while I was thinking about it, adjusted for inflation. Because as we see right now, Inflation is very high. Let me, uh, I've got my phone here in front of me. Let me see what the current inflation is right now. I think it's, I don't even want to say because I can't remember at the moment. Current U.S. inflation rate. Um, we're currently at a 40-year high 
of 7.9%. And if you would like an idea, <coughs> excuse me, of what that means, go on your phone and use Google to pull up an inflation calculator and just put in a dollar, a dollar between last year and this year to see what it's worth and you'll see the rate of inflation. And let me preface everything I'm about to say with this. I am by absolutely no means uh, an economy expert. I'm not a financial guru. Hell, I do good enough just maintaining my finances, which you know has kind of led to this whole conversation here. But, I, I, what I'm offering is just my opinion on what's going on right now. So this is me kind of venting about what's going on right now with the way everything is going up in price. So adjusted for inflation. If you're living anywhere right now, let me back up for just a second. It wasn't but just a, a couple of weeks ago that Atlanta was declared quote-unquote, unlivable because of the high um, rent and the, uh, the, um, uh, the I'm getting tongue-tied here, how high uh, house prices are right now, and it's, it's become effectively unlivable for the average citizen of the city of Atlanta. Uh, where I live, my rent I've been in this place now for right about coming up on five years actually and what I pay now is still well below the average and I acknowledge that and trust me I am very thankful for that but over the course of the three previous years I've lived here my rent has gone up on average between 20 and 25 dollars no big deal. This year, it went up nearly $100. And $100 may not sound like a lot of money to some people listening, but $100 is a lot of money when you're trying to save, when you're trying to pay your bills, when you are attempting to get a place of your own, to get out of where I'm at right now, and it's almost impossible to do. I wouldn't say it's impossible because I, I will admit to some frivolous spending, especially over the last three weeks. The last three weeks, I have spent more money than than normal, uh, just on frivolous stuff, like going out to eat, um, you know, stuff like that, stuff that I can control. But you, in addition to that, 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 I used to be able to do that. Um, when I first moved into this, this place, I'll be very honest and, and tell you all that when it was just me, now my son lives here with me right now, but when I say it's just me, I, I'm paying the bills or whatever. But anyway, the, the, that's not even the point. But I was doing better financially on my own as a single income household 
than I was nearly the entire time my ex-wife and I were together. Two incomes. That's because I budgeted. That's because I got really good with curbing my frivolous spending. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I, I got my credit score up. And unfortunately, with having to help with college <laughs> uh, costs, that kind of uh, put a crimp in things, but I, I wouldn't change it because my son, uh, I, that's another episode for another time. But anyway, uh, so I'm just, I was at the store today and I was picking out some drinks and you all feel free to judge me for my choice of drinks, but <laughs> I was on the soda aisle and I'm looking at the prices of soda a two liter sprite I believe is nearly two and a half dollars keep in mind that that's not too much more than a 20 ounce coca-cola and I say that not to say it, it's a good deal. I say that to say it's ridiculous that we'll spend almost that much for a 20 ounce. The other day, before before today, um, I went to the store and the, the I, I, let's y'all in on a little little uh, little Ron G information here. Several months back, I purchased myself a bidet, and if you don't know what a bidet is, look it up. Um, but, a, well, no, I'll tell you. A bidet is an apparatus on a toilet. You can buy a toilet with one, or in my case, I bought one to, to install for myself. And when I did, um, my, my toilet paper consumption went down drastically. Now, it was still being used, obviously, but it went down drastically. And... I don't ever want to imagine life without a bidet ever again. <laughs> but whenever I bought toilet paper, pre-bidet and post-bidet, I always bought the, uh, the big pack of Charmin because I would rather just have some on hand in case we have something happen and, you know, a little flake of snowfall here in Georgia, everybody wipes out the toilet paper aisle. But, um... Anyway, that that size of uh, toilet paper that I normally get, I want to say last time I bought it, something like, before tax, something like $17, $18. It was 30 some odd dollars when I rung it up the other day. And I had to do a double check. I actually asked the the associate sales associate there to rescan it because I thought that was wrong. But that was actually the cost. And then you you stop and look at the cost of everything is rising. But are our um, ah, wow, sorry, <laughs> got lost in thought there. Um, 
are our salaries rising in a rate that is comparable to the inflation rate? I'm not saying it has to be at the same rate, 7.9, but it, it begs the question, with all the craziness we have going on in the world right now, um, not not even let's exclude the world for just a moment. The craziness we have going on here in the USA, and add to that the stress of financial difficulties. My brother Larry told me a few years ago a story about finances and how it can affect things. And at the time, it really didn't, you know, it didn't, I got it, but it really didn't hit me at the time. And then some months later, a year later, whatever, I, I was feeling that. I got exactly what he was saying. But it just seems, I'm not trying to be um, any sort of, of, of conspiracy theorist, nothing like that. But Tupac said, we're not meant to survive. It's a setup. And I can't help but think that sometimes. Because we spend, 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 and then everything goes up in price. But the salaries that we have are not increasing at that same rate. What that does, folks, is bring people that are in poverty and, and pushes them lower. It takes people who may have been middle class and puts them in poverty. It takes people who may have been in upper middle class and puts them in middle class and so on and so forth to the point where the only people thriving in this sort of economy that we have right now are the 1%. And, and I'm not on some shit about you know, Operation Takeover or whatever, Sedan Empire. I'm not talking about all of that. I'm talking to you, the listener, on a personal level of what we're feeling as individuals right now. As we see our rent raising, the prices, <clears throat> thank you, or just, <laughs> I said thank you for coughing or clearing my throat. Excuse me is what I meant to say. Again, folks, this is high-quality production right here. You get nothing but the best when you listen to the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. But uh, going back to what I was saying, um, <clears throat> our utilities, they're raising. The, the cost of utilities are rising. Insurance, car insurance is rising. We know what health insurance looks like in this country. Gas prices, rising. My job, excuse me for just a second, I'm going to get a sip of water. I'm going to be rude here for a second. Also, if you hear something in the background, I'm cooking. Well, I've got something in the oven cooking right now. And it's making my apartment a little hot, so I had to crank up the air a little bit. You may hear that in the background. Pay no attention to it. It's all smoke and mirrors, folks. Sorry about that. I needed to get something to drink because this medication that I'm taking is giving me a serious damn case 
of drawdown. But everything is rising. But what we make is largely remaining the same. I got... I don't know. I got discouraged today when I was leaving the store because how does a person get ahead when the cost of living continues to rise? But we're still making the same, essentially. I I don't know what, what you all may have experienced. Perhaps you experienced a great financial uh, gain from from 2020 or 2021 to 2022 and that's awesome if you did i i wish that everybody would have so I, and i'm not angry at you for that I, i'm congratulating you for that but how do we do this you know i asked the question on on an episode a while back um how do we expect society to function Properly, that is, when we have all these people in this country and we all are different. Even if you're an identical twin, you're still different people. Our minds are different. Our thoughts are different. Our perceptions are different. All of this different stuff. And we're also at the same time trying to make a, a livable society work because the reality is you can't please everybody and no matter what you do on I don't care where you stand politically no matter what you do it's never good enough and I get that but add into that this escalating issue of the cost of living rising while wages 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 have remained stagnant for a very, very long time. I, I haven't done the research and comparisons and shame on me for that. I should have, if I'm gonna make a statement like that, I really should do the research and forgive me for not having done that. But speaking from personal experience, um, for a long time, the only raise I had was when I went from one job to another. And we're living in a time right now where, damn, man, you, I mean, you're, you're trying to, to, you know, do the bare minimum at the store because of the dent that it's putting in your finances. And it's just, where does it end? Where does it end? Because I could... I could cut off every streaming service I have right now. Um, life might be kind of boring, but I could I could do that. I've got books here to read, so I would find a way to entertain myself. No dirty jokes there, y'all. Um, <laughs> but I could do that, and and it would help my finances, and and maybe that's what I'll end up doing. And I'm being dead serious when I say that. Maybe that's what I'll end up doing. But people should not have to sacrifice some creature comforts 
simply to make ends meet. Now, when I say creature comforts, I'm not talking going out and eating, you know, and it's two people and it's costing you two hundred dollars. I'm not. That's that's on some that's some anniversary type shit. When I say creature comforts, I mean something as simple as Netflix or Hulu or uh, Prime or any of these other streaming services that, that are out there. And then if you add any bonus content to it, for instance, I've got Hulu, but I've also added Showtime because I wanted to watch Dexter New Blood. That series is over now. I dove into Ray Donovan and I've been hooked on that. I'm on the last season of Ray Donovan. Once that's done, I will likely you know, kick Showtime to the curb because that's an extra bonus on my bill. An extra bonus, an extra cost on my bill. Well, to the to Hulu is it's a bonus, but that that's what I'm saying when I say creature comforts. That's what I mean. And I'm not complaining because there's plenty of free shit to do. Don't don't misunderstand me. I went to the Dogwood Festival a couple of weeks ago outside of the drink I bought and the funnel yeah the funnel cake I didn't spend anything well in transportation to get there well that was actually covered for me a friend of mine covered the Marty expenses for me <laughs> but it's not that I couldn't pay it they just offered it, it, uh, why do I feel the need that's something I'm working on too y'all feeling the need to explain myself anyway continuing on I'm not saying that there's 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 things out there that we can do that don't cost a dime. We could go walking. Uh, you know, it, with the with the exception of, you know, what you may spend in, in fuel to get there, uh, we could go hiking on trails. We could go sit in a park and read a book or, you know, just walk around. Or, or what, there's things we could do that are free. And I encourage everybody, including myself, to do more of that but it's just I, I know it's hard to see when we see arenas full of people when we see uh, Monday Night Raw is on my TV right now and I'm kind of halfway looking at it that's how much of a wrestling junkie I am. I don't even like WWE anymore, but I jones so bad for wrestling. I look at this shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, look at that arena. It's full right now. So it, it, it's hard to, to kind of put into perspective for some people when you see that. And... The, the only way things, in my opinion, the only way things are going to change and turn for the better is if we start acting with our financial power. I'm not saying grind everything to a halt because grinding everything to a halt is detrimental to you. You think those, those elitists, you think that they care at all if you grind something to a halt? They've got billions. A logical person, a reasonable person, could never spend that money in a lifetime. So they don't care if you grind everything to a halt. They're set for life, for generations. So I'm not suggesting grind everything to a halt. 
But I am suggesting that maybe we adjust our spending habits and start to speak with the power of money, the power of profit, or lack thereof, specifically. And, uh, excuse me for just a second. Another drink of water there. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Because here's the thing. Once a company, corporation, or whoever finds out that you have adjusted your life as best you can to paying $37, $32, whatever it was, 30-something dollars for this size of, of, of toilet paper and that many rolls in a pack, you think they're going to come down off of that? Hell no. Hell no. And for all of you who are complaining about, I mean, ah, I need to restate that. For everyone who is specifically blaming one person and or one administration for the issues going on with the cost of, of gasoline right now, educate yourselves. That's all I'm going to say about it. Educate yourselves. But do you think that, that when these, these uh, petroleum companies, they made record profits last year. And now the gas is, um, I think I paid 380 something. 380 a gallon this morning. 380 something. It wasn't 380, but uh, you think they're gonna, you think they're gonna want to come down off of that? Folks, we can we can talk about how when we were teenagers, we remember gas costing this one. Those gate those days are gone. Those days are gone. It's a different world now. That's why I don't understand the resistance of certain individuals, certain people, certain groups, certain whatever about looking into and shifting over to alternative sources of energy. Fossil fuels are finite. They will run out. Especially at the rate we're burning through them. Because look at all the things across this world. Go on. Let me see, Give me one second. I want you all to go on. I believe it's Vessel Finder. Let's see here. Yeah, Vessel Finder. Go to Google and type in Vessel Finder and click on it and look at how many ships are on the water right now at any given place on this globe. And think about that. Every single one of those ships, those cargo ships, are running on petroleum, on a petroleum-based source of energy. Then think about the sheer number of cars that are on the road. Folks, I'm, I'm not an ecologist. I'm, I'm not the, the most eco-friendly guy in the world, so I'm not preaching to you about that. I'm just saying, let's be real and have an honest conversation. 
we are burning through our fossil fuels and look you can say we've got oil here in America, we could drill here, we could blah, blah, blah. And that's all well and good, and that would lower some costs, I'm sure. But it doesn't solve the problem. You're putting a patch over a hole instead of sewing it up or fixing it, or however, whatever analogy you want to use, you're not solving the problem. You're only prolonging the inevitable. I'm not resistant to electric cars, but not everything in this world, uh, in this country, in this state, in this city is set up right now to accommodate electric cars on a wide scale. It's, it's just not. I don't think there's a single plug-in port in the shopping centers across from me or in front of me. I live in a in, in a an apartment complex. There's no ports here to to plug up your car. So I'm not against getting an electric car, but it, it needs to. It, first of all, we're going to have to make some concessions or some improvements or whatever to make it more accessible for the average citizen to get a. An, an electric car and not only to get an electric car but have the resources to make sure they don't run out of power I don't understand I, I've heard some people uh, kick kick back against solar power why why would you kick back against that wind power what the hell have windmills done to Donald Trump that he hates them so much. He talks about birds flying into him and taking up the, the countryside and all this. And he don't care about that. That man's got too much money tied up in, in petroleum products. That's an opinion. Not a fact. That's an opinion. But my, my, my point being is, is that we've, we've got to find ways to adjust Folks my age, I'm 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 in my forties, my my late forties, and people my age, we look back at when our parents were young, and we see what they paid for products. I I I told my son last night, um, that we look at that and we go, oh man, a brand new car only cost two thousand dollars back in whatever year. But we have to keep the mindset. The $2,000 in our time in 2022 isn't worth much. $2,000, now I ain't going to kick it out of bed. I'll take it. But $2,000 is not a lot of money. But you go back to when a car, a brand new car, was $2,000 with all the bells and whistles on it. That's the equivalent to paying what we pay for that same sort of thing today. You don't believe me? Use that inflation calculator that I told you about. I don't know what to do. I don't have the answer. I told you at the beginning of this that I'm not an economist. I'm, I'm not a financial guru. I'm, I, I, I don't think I'm smart enough to figure this problem out. 
but I, I do want this to, to start that conversation. And enough of us have that conversation and take that conversation to the people that represent us. Something has to give. And I can't remember the quote exactly. I cannot remember it verbatim. But in the movie Malcolm X, Denzel Washington talks about a powder keg being inside of a home and it exploding. I feel at some point that's what we're dealing with, or to some point, to some extent, that that's what we're dealing with today with the economy. We already, with, this, with the healthcare situation, we already have people choosing between paying their bills or getting the medication that they need. We saw people kicking back on, on capping insulin at a certain amount. And look, I realized there was probably all sort of shit tacked onto that bill that they didn't agree with. So I, again, I don't have the fucking answer, but why would you kick back on lowering a life-saving medication for individuals? Why? And it's, it's frustrating. You can hear the frustration in my voice, I'm sure. Excuse me for one second. I'm going to get another sip of water. Put it in the freezer before I started recording it. It is nice and cold. But seriously, back to the topic. What do we do? The, the wealth gap continues to get greater and greater. And we're continuing to see more of the haves and the have-nots. I don't know. Then you have companies who are reporting record profits, but are laying off people. I don't get it. Greed is an ugly, ugly SOB. It'll make people do some of the coldest things just so they could get by. I had a conversation with a friend few days ago and he was telling telling me about a conversation uh, they had with somebody and they're talking about getting rich and getting money and all of this and there's nothing wrong with that there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting money get your money um, especially in this damn economy get your money but that was their drive that's their end game the end game isn't the love that they have for what they're doing. The end game isn't that what they're doing could impact someone greatly in a positive light. Their end game is money. 
That's why we're in this mess. That's why we're in this mess. Why does why does a phone, my phone that I have right now, I didn't pay this for it, but the phone I have right now when it first came out cost over $1,000. That's why I didn't get it when it first came out. <laughs> but why? Why does that phone cost so much? Is it because of, of the materials that are used to make the phone? Okay, well then, in the, in the interest of making life a little bit easier and less expensive for everyone, let's find some different materials or make some concessions with our, our technology. I know that's hard for some of us to process, including myself. Because we've become so accustomed to this technology, this computer we're able to hold in the palm of our hands. I'm, I'm not shitting on technology. We need it. But where does it all end? Where? I had people that had a restaurant, or I know people rather, that had a restaurant that they loved going to with their family. They went in, sat down, ordered, ate, and then got the bill. The bill was a lot more than they anticipated because prices had gone up in the restaurant. Now, I do think this was shady as hell by the restaurant, mind you. I'm not condoning it. But the prices had, had gone up in the restaurant, and the owner said that they hadn't had a chance to... Um, print out new menus yet and adjust and adjust the prices there in in store or whatever which i think is a is a crock of shit i would have personally i would have refused to pay they would have had to call the police officer on me because i would have said that's what's on the menu that's what i'm paying that's not this episode we'll go there some other time but that, where does it end folks i know people if you run a business, I understand your. I know you got into business to do whatever it is you're doing, especially if you are a small business owner. And I understand that you want to maximize your profits. But do we maximize our profits at the behest of, of people continuing to live in poverty? I, I, I'm going to say this, and, and then I'll wrap the episode up. Uh, several months back when this big budget came out, and uh, federal budget came out, and it, sh it showed that we were given some kind of billion dollar amount to, uh, hell, I can't even remember the country now. But we were giving it to them to further their research and and to help fund equality in that in that country, specifically to the LGBTQ community because that in that country that yeah it don't fly. But and and look, please don't think I'm 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 anti LGBTQ because I'm not. 
But we have people, men, women, children, soldiers. We have people living on the streets. And we're giving some amount of billions of dollars to another country? Help me understand that. I understand it, it pays to be a, a, a good global citizen. I, and I'm not against that. I think we ought to help one another. If you want my honest opinion about things, I, I have nothing against being a good global citizen. But here's the analogy I want to use. And then I really am. <laughs> I really am wrapping the show up. Me and you were talking and you're telling me about some things going on in your home. And I try to tell you how to fix those problems in your home. But then you look at my home and you're like, how the hell is he going to tell me what to do? Better example. Years and years ago, my ex-wife got onto our son because his room wasn't clean the way she wanted it clean. I, she wasn't, she wasn't being like mean or anything. I just thought, you know, it wasn't fair for her to expect this out of him when our room didn't look like this. So how do we give billions to another country when we're facing this issue that we're facing right now with inflation? Cost of living is going up. I want out of the complex I'm in so bad right now. Like, I'm, I'm jonesing to get the fuck out of here. But I can't. Because I can't afford anything else right now. It would financially ruin me to try to do anything else right now. So, folks, think about it. And if any of you want to get together and talk about it, if any of you understand finances and, econ and the economy more than me, I'm, I'm happy to sit down and listen and learn. Because I realize I have kind of a, if I'm using this word correctly, pragmatic approach to things. So I may not understand some of the complexities that go into certain things. I get that. That's why I, I, I want to I, I, I build. I want to learn. So I asked the question, how do we solve this problem? Not the government, not anybody else. How do we solve this problem at the community level? So I'm going to leave you with that. Reach out to me if you would like to be a guest on the show sometime. doesn't have to be uh, for discussing this. It could be discussing anything. Um, as you know, this show is open forum. I'll talk about anything. Um, provided that it's not something that is uh, going to get me in jail. <laughs> but um, thank you all for humoring me for a little while and, and listen to me ramble on about, about things. But this is something uh, that affects all of us. And sadly, I don't see it getting any better. So... We've, we've got to find a solution, and we've got to find it quick because we're going to start losing people.
So you guys take care. I hope you have a great week ahead of you. I hope that your families, if you're going out on vacation, if you're doing whatever, stay safe first and foremost. Please stay safe. Watch your surroundings. Protect yourselves and your families. But most of all, I want you to be healthy and happy. And if you're out and about and you see an opportunity to do something nice for someone that you don't know, take advantage of that opportunity. Until next week, everybody, y'all take care of yourselves and one another.